Okay, there's a couple of things we need to talk about with HOAs that a lot of people miss. Uh, transfer fees, uh, there's goofy little things. Actually, an important, important thing to look out for is sometimes you'll read an HOA uh, document the CCNRs that'll that are provided by the listing agent. I want to give you a little example of some weirdness I've seen specifically uh, in actually Grand Junction. Uh, I was getting ready to sell a house. Uh, it was actually a three-house subdivision, kind of just a real small little group. And as reading through the uh, through the CCNRs, it mentioned that if you're going to have an engineer's report done, it can't be done by a man by the first name of Greg. No idea what that was all about. It was super weird, which was funny because we were gonna have an engineer with the first name of Greg that has no idea why they, that would have been on the list and we it almost blew up the deal um, until I asked for the actual recorded documents. Apparently, the person that set up the HOA had something for some dude named Greg and so he put it in the documents and then came to his senses, thank God, before he actually recorded the document in the county check the recorded documents because sometimes they aren't the same. Most of the time, no, no big deal. But I'm glad I did in that case. The listing agent had no idea that stuff was even in there. Another thing is transfer fees. There's an area here in town, it's condo development. Uh, I just, all of a sudden, you know, sometimes it just rains in these little spots and I had sold six of them in eight months, something like that. I, the first one I did though was a transfer between two sisters. So I got both sides of the deal and I was involved on all fronts. And I realized there was a $700 transfer fee in that HOA. No big deal, as long as you know it's there. Knowing that it's there, I put in all of my contracts going forward that the seller would pay any transfer fees. All the listing agents on the next five deals that I did in that area had no idea. So each time, right before closing, and by the way, I'm a buyer's agent, I work for my buyer, I don't care what they have to do with their client because that's not my job. It's their job to know. Don't fall into this trap. Three days before closing, they get the settlement statement and they see a $700 line item to the seller and they call me up freaking out. What are we gonna do? Oh my gosh, what's happening? Nothing. Your seller agreed to pay for it in the contract. That's already been negotiated. I'm sure I didn't make any friends there, but that's okay. My clients come first, as they always should. When you're a buyer's agent, a listing agent, you work, seller's agent, uh, you know, you work for them, not the other side of the deal. You don't have to play softball. And I knew that those people didn't know, which is my client's benefit. Another thing to look out for in any HOA, especially in a lot of parts of Colorado, and it may be true in some of the other states as well, many HOAs own the water rights to the neighborhood. It almost everywhere that there are HOAs in our area, that is the case. It's very rare that the owner actually has anything to do with the water rights. Now that's okay as long as you know, okay, is that pump being maintained? If it's pressurized irrigation to the property, who's responsible for keeping up with some of these things? Because they're responsible as the HOA from the lateral all the way to the property and your clients don't want to find out that that whole thing's a mess and all of a sudden their yard's dead, they can't grow a garden because they have no water. Obviously being in the West, water is crucially important. Up in the mountains, maybe it's not so much because you actually get rain, but down here when it's 4% humidity, it's a really big deal. All right, with that, obviously HOAs, homeowners associations, common interest communities, same thing. They have tons of pitfalls. There's always something weird in there. Be sure to take care of those documents, look them over, 
Try to find any red flags. Make sure that your clients actually read them because I, I can't tell you how many times I've been with clients after the fact and they're, they didn't understand or they uh, people that I'm selling a house for and they're like, yeah, when we bought it, we didn't realize that you know, we couldn't park an RV even behind our fence because the agent didn't know, they didn't read it, the listing agent didn't mention it because why would they? Little things like that can really cost your reputation in the long term. Taking care of your clients is first and foremost, and HOA documents can get you all sorts of sideways. That's why they're in giant bold print, that CIC section in the contract, because there's no way to adjust them. You can get on the board, you can vote, you can do all these things, but you're probably not gonna get any changes made unless you get the entire group as a whole to try to work together and record new documents. So with that, thank you for watching. If you have any questions, reach out to your managing director, your office manager, sales manager, call one of us up, reach out to me directly, doesn't matter, get informed. Thank you for your time.